Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. A show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hello, welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than those in the mainstream. We're back with another A-side. This is Season 5, Episode 3, Side A. I'm Mike Five. It's my turn to drive the show this week. Lucky you. But before that, um, make sure you go over to yhhtmpc.com and find out all about the show, the artists, the hosts, and you can support the podcast by buying some merch and looking great at the same time. With me today, we've got Richie. Say hello, Richie. Hello there, Mike. You good? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very good. good. good I'm glad good. I got the intro out of the way because that was the bit I was worried I was going to forget. We've also got Wayne. How are you, Wayne? Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing? We're all good, laughing. Yeah, woo! I'm waving my hands, yeah. nobody can see. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also got our special guest this evening, Cade. Cade, how do you pronounce your surname? Hoppy, like Hoppy. like ra- jumping around like a rabbit. Like a good beer. Hoppy. Yeah, like a good beer. Yeah, or, or like a or like a good beer. I I forget. This is a UK podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool, excellent. How are you, Cade? I'm doing well. How are you? Very good, very good. I'm thinking about beer now. Um, but yeah, basically all good. Has everyone had a good week? Yes, yeah, all good. Bit of hectic, but yes, yeah, all good. Mm, can't complain. You? Excellent. Yes, we got. Well, like I said off air, I was at a gig tonight or well, this afternoon, which was really really good. Um, saw four big, loud, heavy nasty bands uh, and then uh, and then came home and it was still only tea time so it was quite nice it was good well, fun. old man's gigging 
Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, I recommend it. So we've got a show packed full of all kinds of really good stuff. We've got the head to head. We've got the wild card. We've got the. Oh, this is the other one I had to memorise today. Intense hardcore <laughs> genre musical challenge mode go. Which I think Brilliant. Is right. Thank you. Have we got history today? Don't know what we've got, got history. a history section. Yes, there is a history section. section. And we've got the artist spotlight as well. So we've got loads and loads of stuff uh, going on. It's going to be really good fun. Playing lots of music. Um, should we do the head-to-head? Yeah, let's do that. Let's move on to the head-to-head. I love how these all these films and stuff are brilliant. <laughs> um, all right, so head-to-head. So we've all brought a piece of music that we think... Well, we like uh, that was submitted, and we think our guest will like. Are we still doing a winner? Is is, is Cade going to pick a winner tonight? Yeah, Cade's tonight. going to pick a winner tonight. Um, before we move on to the head-to-head, though, I just want to point out two things. Firstly, uh, sorry about my sound, because I don't have my usual foamy setup. It's quite echoey in, in here. It's like a fucking cave. Uh, secondly... Uh, we, could, we need to do the BIS section, the B-I-S-S section, the block, ignore, shout out, share. Um, anybody who knows the podcast and follows us on Twitter will know that I'm fucking relentless when it comes to promo. I will promo the show three or four times a day. So I'm going to use that to advantage and we're going to ta- each week we're going to choose a different famous face or celebrity or artist and we're going to tag them in each bit of promo in the hope that they will check out this podcast not for us but for the artist in the hope that they'll discover an artist and give the artist either a shout out or a share and that's what it's called block ignore shout out share now my guess is most people are just gonna fucking ignore this occasionally might get blocked but hopefully you know the artist or the famous person will check out the the music find an artist they like and give them a shout out so yeah, this week I'm choosing Blind Boy because he's an independent artist himself. Uh, he's got a fantastic podcast, definitely worth checking out. He talks about mental health issues, and he talks he does these hot takes. He talks talks on a wide range of subjects, and it's all very very fucking interesting. I really enjoy it. It's my go-to podcast, so go check him out, uh, Blind Boy. If you do happen to check this out and you find an artist you like, please give them a shout out or a share. So yeah, that's what this is. That's what we're doing, and on with the head-to-head. So, I am bringing... This is a debut single, I do believe, by a, a new band called Children in the Woods. They sent me an email saying, Hi, great to be in contact with you again and share a debut single for... Oh, no, this is their, their promo company. Big Music Management just their management team great to be in contact with you again and share debut single from a Brighton based band Children in the Woods I always picture elves I have attached a press release which gives I should read that really I should read some of that shouldn't I I think Um, when Brighton based musicians found the critically acclaimed band they were in what the fuck hate reading did not like reading. What I'm going to do is I'm going to download an app that reads for me on every episode. Okay, two women, two women, not women, woman, woman, two woman. Come on, two woman is about being two women, not two women, two women, and it's not number two. 
too woman. <laughs> it's it. about being unapologetically woman. It is about sister systemically. <laughs> I might do this after. Two women is about two women is about being unapologetically woman. It is about systemic abuse. It is about the burdens of a woman that we are inherently born into and the ability to rise up and shatter glass ceilings in a fierce, divine, feminine way. 2022 is an exciting year for children of children in the woods, with more singles slated for release alongside a string of festivals, dates and gigs. Keep an eye on this genre-crushing band. Right, so this is, this is two women with... No, it's not, it's children in the woods with two women.
So that was Two Women by Children in the Woods. Children in the Woods crushes genres with their sleek, soulful performance alongside a diverse arrangement of instruments and vocals. Their style draws from soul, funk, R&B, Americana, folk, electronica and so much more. Citing artists like Leanne La Havas, Jordan Reiki, Bon Iver and Jill Scott. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I hear all that. Definitely full of soulful, full of funk. Um, I, personally, I would have called it Am I Two Woman? But um, <laughs> I'm a bloke, so what the fuck do I know? Um, <laughs> great song, fantastic song, uh, powerful message. Uh, I, I I love it. It's, it's like I say, it's so soulful. And I wasn't getting the electronica. Maybe some of their other stuff is electronica. Um, that they're probably quite diverse in their their music styles. But uh, yeah, like this a lot. Um, I haven't heard anything like this sent to us before. I don't think we don't get much that is this soulful. Wayne, did you like this? Yes, I thought this was fantastic, mate. Um, the opening guitar is driving me mad because it reminds me of something and I can't put my finger on it. I've been sat here for the last, what, five, six minutes just trying to get my head around it and I can't. I'm leaning towards sort of Fuji's and Wyclef Jean, but I'm not sure. It might just be because because he's got that it's sort of era. It's that era. Yeah, um, I mean, like you said, it's that lovely neo-soul and for yeah. me, he's got some absolute zinging flavours of, of gospel in there as well. The, the soul is dripping through a voice. It's incredible. Um, that background guitar work can go and fuck right off with his brilliance, by the way. Nobody should be able to play like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> we move on from that because I'm not going to get into that shit. Um, I have a feeling that, I don't know the lead singer's name, but I have a feeling that the lead singer's name has this absolute stadium voice, which is even more incredible to me. This reined in where... They want to project the message more than her voice being as you know. Just, I get this feeling that it's all wound down, so the the song is a complete rather than um got like this standout vocalist all on one sort of level, so the message comes through. Because uh, I just get that feeling from her. She's got like this stadium, this stadium voice. Uh, the change up at the end is awesome, and I loved every second of it. Where you got that sort of, you know, the, the double time sort of come in, and I thought it was really, really good. Obviously, we come back down to the the two the two woman uh, message of it, and obviously the charged climate we're in with the Me Too movement and all the conversations that still need to be had and still need to be relevant and still need to be pushed forward and, and songs like this need to be heard and be out there in the world for these conversations to be carried on. So, like I say, it's a very relevant song and it's all done quite nice and softly. It's not punching you in the face, it's more stroking you on the cheek caressingly and saying, have a think about this, you fucking twat. Uh, yeah, love it. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you both said. I think the... There's definitely that kind of soulful edge, like, I don't know if you'd call it like neo soul or something, I suppose. Um, but it's got that, it's got a real harmonic quality, isn't it? And it's, it feels, I'd have to listen to it again, but I felt like there were sort of layers of vocals. It didn't sort of, there was the guitar and the bass and all that, but it wasn't too heavy with the instruments. It was more about different ways to get that kind of almost gospely, almost slightly jazzy vocal. There's loads of soul running through it, which is really nice getting that across. Uh, it was really good, but it was quite, um, it sort of catches you, doesn't it? Like, it makes you 
makes you stand up and um, and, and pay attention to it, which is a really, really good thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was really beautiful. I thought the fusion of you know all the different sort of styles coming together was really, really nicely done. None of it was uh, overstated. It was all sort of underplayed, and it just let the, the vocals do the work. I think you're spot on, Wayne. I bet you know. But if you put them in a massive venue, they would just tear the place down. Um, with those vocals um, but yeah and I, I agree I think the, the message is really important um, it's not really the kind of song you want to send to four blokes on a podcast is it though really <laughs> yeah it is yeah well or maybe it is maybe that's exactly the point I don't know we're, we're, yeah we're exactly the target audience for it I think it's beautiful I bet they play live really well uh, did you say they're from Brighton yes yeah go and check them out Mike go and watch them yeah I'll do it I'll bring a microphone and bootleg it for you yeah Cade, what did you think of this? Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with what you guys were saying, but um, I think that there's something very, very obvious and captivating about um, the vocalist right from the start. Um, and, and the other big thing that I was noticing were some of the harmonies when the horns came in. Um, I just like the, the overall, the arc of the song it, it was it was always moving and and especially when those horns came in that that was very like uh justin vernon like bunny bear um horn stuff um and it was cool mixing with mixing it with the wah uh guitar pedal too behind it kind of layering those yes very good so uh, listeners if you want to find out more about these guys and check out more of the, their stuff and i agree with wayne i imagine if she stood next to um like whitney houston she would sound just as good if not better especially whitney houston dead and all that but um <laughs> it, but even if she even if she wasn't yeah it's I, I imagine she's got one of those. I imagine she's got one of those belting voices. But and like you say, she's holding back for this. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. So, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna have to edit the fuck out of what I've said because I'm just gonna come across like a right old cunt. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't know what's happening. I've just been doing so much. I've just lost all fox. <laughs> All of them. I've, I've had a look. I can't find a single fuck anywhere. So it's just, I'm just either going to go with it or just edit it. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that. has been struck by lightning or something. Mm. Um, so, uh, Wayne, what's your uh, head-to-head for this week? Uh, right, okay, so I'm bringing a song called Swimming Through the Oils by Roman Angelus.
Right, so that was Roman, I forgot his last name, Roman Angelus and his song Swimming Through the Isles. This song was sent to us by Happy Robot Records and Shameless Promotions, and I'll read a bit, I've got an email from them here, so it says, uh, Music for Underwater Supermarkets, that's the album this is from, Brooklyn-based electronic artist Roman Angelus. This 10-track compilation uh, collection paints a sonic dreamscape where the mundane act of grocery shopping meets the future. I mean, look everybody, just chill, yeah? Just, just breathe. Have a listen to this, just breathe. That's all i got for this. I just put it on, it's just really, really lovely. It's just laid back, everything about it, you know, neon jazz, acid jazz. It's just lovely, I see. It's just nice, like, got this 70s throwback to it, and I just love that about it. It's got, like, I feel like <laughs> I need to be wearing flares in some really brightly coloured geometric um, house with, with strange sort of psychedelic swirling lights all around me while listening to this. But I think that's a good thing. There's a great mix of instruments and textures right the way through. You know, each of the three main instruments, the trumpet, the flute and the guitar, are given their own spaces to breathe within the song before coming together at the end. And I just think they complement each other really well. And I wouldn't really expect them to. I mean, you've got all that fantastic sort of over-flooded war and I don't know what the hell it is, but it's so fast and, and... sort of aquatic sounding i just think it melds together and i don't think it really should um i've been listening to a lot of matt berry stuff lately uh the, the stuff he's put out on his uh, jazz label and i get the same sort of vibe from him as well and that's the same it's just great you know 70s period easy listening stuff and i just it's one of those i just think this is really really good and like it a lot and it's nice and laid back and chill and that's all I'm going to say about it. So, uh, Cade, what do you think? I, I thought it was super, super interesting. I, I mean, um, kind of a f- very floaty vibe, uh, like you were talking about, like something psychedelic about it. I, I definitely get like your 70s reference there. Uh, not necessarily my everyday uh, cup of tea, but um, I can definitely appreciate a lot of the pieces of this that, that we're working for it. Might not be your cup of tea, but you try a cup of tea that's made out of magic mushrooms, and this will definitely be your thing. <laughs> you, you know, you know. I was thinking that same thing. I, I was like, "There's probably some things to do to enhance this experience right now." <laughs> <laughs> Richie, oh, my, this this wasn't just a piece of music for me. This this was therapy. I just sat back and let this wash over me I, I, I needed this today This, this I, I didn't realise how much I needed it in, in fact I had to come round to realise that we were in a podcast otherwise I could have just that could have just carried on for hours and I'd have just yeah I'd have bathed in that beautiful uh, the, the the sounds in it uh, took me and reminded me of Enter the Dragon by Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they use a lot of that shit in Into the Dragon. Um, <laughs> and that, that that era, you can imagine it in uh, like a, the, the kind of Miami Vice type. Um, Miami Vice? I don't know. Just like those detective like yeah. things go, go in the 70s. Go back a bit further. Well, no, yeah, no, exactly. yeah, a bit further. Like Starsky and Hutch or maybe yeah. something like that. Um, but yeah, I love this a lot. It was... It was just yeah, perfect. If I'd have had a little bit of acid, <laughs> I'd have been I'd have been sorted. 
<laughs> I can also recommend the album this comes from, which is music from uh, music for underwater supermarkets, because I've played about five tracks from it, and they all they all feel like this. They're all really nice. So great, great like title. This, check out the album. Yes, it's a great title. Yes, uh, Mike. It's yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a brilliant title. Let's let's start there because I was just looking it up. <laughs> And um, and it says he fuses uh, his aesthetic with childhood memories of being pushed around in shopping carts and visiting strip malls. And I think strip malls means something different in the US to what it means in my head. But um, yeah, that, that's... Um, <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can. Yeah, because you wouldn't bring your children to those, would you? Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I loved all the, um, you know, there was just like, was there was some sort of twinkly, I don't know if it was a vibe or a synthesizer or what but there's some twinkly things in there um i thought the brass was absolutely fantastic the whole thing has this sort of a vintage you know in like a vintage sitcom like if you watch the good life yep. or something yep, like yep, that yep, 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 yep. and the yep. bits in between the scenes it feels like music from that where it's just playing that sort of like it's, it's a little bit jaunty and a little bit melancholic and it mixes the two together beautifully and then transition and they're in the garden digging up whatever okay um i agree with you completely and i would say Good life is a really good uh, step. I would go and one further and say, uh, "Are you being served?" Go and listen to the main opening title yeah, of "Are You Being yeah. Served" because it gives me that vibe. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's jazzy. It's synthy. I think it was in a weird timing, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really good. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for that. <clears throat> that was really good. Um, so it's me next, isn't it? Uh, it is. You. So uh, I've chosen a song by The Painkillers from their debut album, and the album's called Sit Down, and the song is called Second Best.
There you go. That was the Painkillers with second best. Um, so I've got a little bit of information about the band. So the band is one person. Uh, his name's Jason, and he's a Welsh singer-songwriter. Um, and the Painkillers is his first attempt at writing or producing a whole record on his own. He's been in various bands for 20 years or so. Um, the interesting thing, or one of the interesting things about this, so Jason suffers from a degenerative I can't say that degenerative back problem um, but he's basically now he's too disabled to perform live so he's got this chronic pain all the time basically uh, he spent the last couple of years coming to terms with his disability and the challenges he's faced as a result and this led to him becoming a single parent to his four children after his ex-wife left him due to the strain the disability had on their lives um, and basically what it says is he's come out of this stronger more determined uh, individual who now has the confidence to write songs about his challenges he spent the last few years uh, learning how to record and produce music at home uh, and then finally got to a point where he said alright I'm ready to, to do something and put it out there he plays all the instruments himself uh, he's built a mini studio um, in his home and basically spent three years trying to figure out how to, <laughs> how to record music uh, he's come out of this I think it's brilliant I think he's amazing it reminds me there's tracks all across this album that remind me of The Cure uh, it also reminds me a little bit of uh, Joy Division uh, bands like that there's also some rocky there's a bit of Bowie in there there's also some slightly rockier stuff some Doors influences um, all of that good stuff I think he's amazing um, the album's called Sit Down uh, it's a really really good album that's uh, well worth checking out um, I did buy a CD I don't know if there's any left I think they were quite limited because he was sort of making them himself um, but yeah uh, that's uh, that's basically the painkillers um, the other thing that's really cool is when you look them up their whole um, aesthetic is these little drawn cartoons um, where he sort of made up a, a band and drawn them in little um, stickmen drawing situations. So when you go to their website, it says photo gallery. There's no actual photos, it's just all these cool little drawings of the band, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I really like it. It reminds me of so many good bands. It's got that massive bass sound, those big reverby. Um, uh, kind of guitars and lead licks and then he's got that you know beautiful deep sawnful mournful soulful kind of voice uh, which I really really like so yeah that's the painkillers with second best uh, Wayne what did you think Ooh, me first right um, okay so this is our third episode together, Mike. This is this is our third episode together, and I've noticed you really love the dirty, filthy bass. I do. <laughs> you it's on all your stuff you brought so far. <laughs> um, regular listeners of the show will know that I like to write down the first thing that comes into my head now that pops that when this plays. And the first thing I've wrote down for this is this should be on the Donny Darko soundtrack because that's exactly what it promotes in me. Some some sort of echo in the Bunny Men or uh, the Church. Uh, there's a song in there called Under the, Under the Milky Way. That's exactly the same, the sort of vibe I'm getting from this. It, it has got this um, transcendent quality, this song. So like, exactly like Rich was saying about the song, Arbor, you just shut your eyes, let it wash over you. It's not going to um, scare you at any point. You know, you're in safe hands with this song. And that sounds like criticism, it's not. It's, it's, it's me just saying that this song it does that sort of thing to me I like it mixes it up part way through it changes the, the section around it just doesn't say the same you do get something different but it doesn't feel abrupt or jarring it just feels like the natural progression of the song so you know that you know the guy who's wrote this song you did say his name and I, I, for, I forgot it almost instantly Jason Jason that this guy is obviously 
he knows exactly the craft he's going for and exactly what he's doing and it works really well I mean the, the vibe is lovely and like you say he's spent three years learning how to record this sounds like it, you know it, it's spent time and effort and to get that vibe to get that feeling to get that creativity right and, and it's brilliantly recorded so you know those three years aren't aren't wasted they're, they're really well spent and I think to be honest with you I know you're saying he's he's got this crippling degenerative d- disease, but I think Easy he could future, produce. Eh? Well, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I honestly think he could make a living as a producer if he can churn out stuff like this. It, you know, it's it's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, love it a lot, mate. Love it a lot. Good, uh, Kate. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think immediately there there's kind of a heaviness to to this record, um, and like Jason just sounds right in the middle of it all. And, you know, he's got a really cool, cool voice. Um, I, I can relate there because it, you know, you don't always hear like a, a baritone. Um, so, so that's kind of cool. I, it reminds me a little bit of the band, uh, the editors. I don't know if, if you guys are, are familiar, but, um, but yeah, I, I grew up l- listening to a song called Munich and, um, that's my favorite song by, by them. But, um, it this is it feels like a slightly like dirtier or grungier version of, of that like you know bring some of that 90s 90s rock and late 80s rock um, into like kind of the the 2000s um, rock that the editors were doing um, but but yeah no I, I, I really enjoyed this one yeah all of what you lot said I didn't I forgot to take notes because uh, this wasn't like the Wayne's song this was actually a painkiller it was uh, soothing me again I was sat back and my, but yeah great song love that a lot um, yeah I will check them out editors definitely getting that for some reason I, there's another band and I can't think who it is for some reason New Order was coming into my head but I, no yeah yeah definitely Rich yeah, yeah. definitely mm. yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll definitely check them out, and our listeners, I recommend you check them out. Also, links in the show notes, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. That, that's the end of the head to head. So, Kate, do you have a favourite of the three songs? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, and I promise this isn't recency effect, but I, I think definitely um, the the painkillers won um, hey. second best. It was called right. Yes, it was. Perhaps the first best. <laughs> yeah. First best. The best. <laughs> uh, yes, first first best to second best. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A win win to Mike then. Excellent. We should score mm. these. Get a little whiteboard somewhere. Um, Wayne usually does that. I, I, we haven't no, really took a score yet. We'll start taking score now. Oh, I can talk. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. Yeah, one nil to Mike. Happy days. All right, excellent. I don't think it matters. I don't think you it can matters. have. You no. can have episode one, Rich. I'll have episode two. Mike can have episode three. One all. <laughs> Brilliant. That seems fair. Sound. Brilliant. All right. So uh, next time we got the wild card. Go. <laughs> Don't buy Scooby Doo. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no. It's the wild card. Could be absolutely anything. Richie's going to flick through the emails with all the submissions 
Uh, and who are you going to who's going to pick a random track to listen Cade, to? Cade, so uh, I'm going to flick through the emails, Cade, and when uh, you I'm flicking through now, so when you're ready, just say stop. So I'm flicking, 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 I'm flicking, I'm flicking, flicking, flicking. Say stop when you're stop. ready, Cade. Okay, oh, there we go. So we have you you have landed on na- Nature of Wires and Machina, Machina, Machina. Machina, Machina X. Uh, that, how do you? Anyway, so Nature of Wires and Machina X release "Dance with Me" uh, on the fourth of February. So that's out. Uh, the build-up for "Dance with Me" began in autumn 2021. A nostalgic nod back to Annie's Arabic dance class days. Those times gave both total escape and grounded me in the moment. When everything seemed to be running at high speed, I was exposed to a lot of Middle Eastern music back then and found rhythms and general vibe pretty hypnotic. Uh, Nature of Wires and Machina X have previously paired successfully... What? Machina. 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 That makes more sense. (laughs) Nature of Wires and Machina... Fuck off. Machina X have previously paired successfully on tracks such as Within and 2000 Miles. And we're eager to work together again. The fast-paced, powerful dance with me is the result. Uh, Middle East vibes intertwined with meaty bass, synths, edgy percussion and melodic, rhythmic and at time... Rhythmic? Melodic? Rhythmic and at times car... Cathartic vocals (laughs) to offer a deliciously tempting track. We hope this roller coaster ride of twists, turns, and drops will leave you stunned, smiling, and eager to include Dance With Me in your show and playlists. Play it loud! I'll just spit on myself. So, what are you expecting from this, Wayne? Um, right, after all that blurb, uh, I'm going for like a uh, sort of Middle Eastern y type no. singing. Yeah, sort of thing over some <laughs> absolutely banging um, Euro pop. Euro dance music. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Mike, what are you expecting yeah, I, from this? Very similar. I think it's going to be Europop meets um, sitar music. Yeah, I'm quite I excited think, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. What are you expecting, Kate? I, I don't know. A, a little bit of all that and definitely a roller coaster, it sounds like. So, uh, you know, let's... Let's play this thing. Nice cop out there, Caden. Let's nice find out. Kind of probably a bit drum and bassy. Um, melodic, as in, um, what's that one uh, with Sting? Sting did the... Um, oh, um, Desert Rose. Um, Desert Rose type vibes with the singing. Um, yeah, lots of textures. So yes, this is this is that this is Machina X and Nature of Wires with Dance with Me.
So that was Native Wires with Makina X, Dance With Me. That was fucking phenomenal. The punch that that fucking dance music gave you nearly knocked me clean on my arse. That, that Eastern vibe was there, definitely. I was picturing the swirling sands of Egypt. Um... Istanbul, I was getting um, it should be in a soundtrack. This should be this this should be in a soundtrack to a film. You can imagine it in a like Assassin's Creed or something like that. It is fucking immense. The woman singing, although did sound Eastern in parts, just sounded like Kate Bush and others. But I did like this an awful lot. Uh, Wayne, um, yeah. Um... Yeah, you caught me. Um, I, I agree. Uh, I mean, the first as soon as it started, I thought, "All oh, right, this is the soundtrack for the uh, Moroccan Tourist Board commercial." That's what they're going to, you know. <laughs> that's what we're going to get. That's what she's going to go. And then when she started singing, this is going to sound like a criticism, but it's not. I've got very high Eurovision vibes for it. Um, yeah. The way it came across, because that 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 thumping sort of German '80s synth bass that this right the way through. I fucking loved it. By the way, loved that synth bass all the way through. Couldn't get enough of it. Uh, glad they kept it all the way through. Um, I wasn't expecting as much English singing as as was in it. I expected a lot more uh, sort of the Middle Eastern warbling sort of thing, but it wasn't it wasn't nasty. I didn't not like it. I really liked it. Um, agree with you on the um, soundtrack. And it kind of put me in mind of Jack uh, Nietzsche's soundtrack to Jewel of the Nile from 1986 for some reason. I think there's a bit of that in there as well. But yeah, overall, really liked it. Really good wildcard. Yeah. Cade? Yeah, the, uh, this was, uh, I think soundtrack was one of the first things that came to my mind too, especially uh, like halfway through, there was some sort of uh, some sort of drop that reminded me a lot of like, something Hans Zimmer uh, would do in like uh, like the opening scene of The Dark Knight um, I don't know if, if you guys remember the music playing behind there but um, and then I remembered that Hans Zimmer did the Dune soundtrack and so then I was suddenly thinking like this has Dune vibes but yeah I mean this was a genre of music that I, I didn't really know existed or could could hit that hard so um which is definitely definitely a a compliment yeah i love this a lot i will be looking for these guys um on the on the internet later mike yeah i I mean i don't want to sort of repeat what everyone else has said but i would definitely echo the soundtrack thing i actually had in my mind um, you know, like the James Bond movies where he's running across the rooftops in the opening scene in like Egypt or Istanbul or wherever. It's that sort of thing where, um, you, you, like, you know, there's, there's a big jump off or an explosion or something. And then imagine that baseline comes in and you're just like, wow, what's going on here? And then, um, obviously you'd have to put some of the bomb scene in there, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. I thought it'd be sort of poppier and maybe I thought it'd be cheesier and it wasn't. It was quite, um, like tonally and everything. It was, it was really well done. It did have a filthy baseline, which is my point in that. So, <laughs> my so I did, <laughs> did enjoy that. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was sort of, it was a nice mix though. Because that was filthy, but the vocal was really clean. So it, was a good it definitely turn. had a, a whiff of Euro pop in there. A little bit, but it's, it was a bit. Um, it was 
cleaned up a bit and it was a bit darker, I thought. It reminded me of um, Frozen by Madonna. That's what it reminded me of when Madonna oh, yeah, did her yeah, goth yeah, good, thing. Good call. Yeah. That's the, that's the only time I ever liked Madonna, which is but, um, but yeah, it sort of had that sort of vibe to it with the um, particularly that I think Frozen's got some. I'm not going to try and sing it, but Frozen's got some like mm's in it, and that has some ah's in it. Some warbles. Warbles, exactly. Yeah, similar vibe, which is pretty cool. Good. Uh, that was the wild card. So, am I right in saying that next we've got the intense hardcore genre musical challenge? Where it go? Yeah, can't wait. So, <clears throat> last time I was challenged, I, I do it every week now, I think that's why Wayne, why Wayne likes it so much now and he didn't before, because before you had to do it as well with me, now it's just me, so you're loving it. But yeah, last time I was, I was challenged to go and get some music I like from the genre Liquindy. So let me tell you a little about Liquindy. Um, I've got just an article, because... Uh, not really much to say about Liquid. I've got to say about this article. What they've done is they've uh, done that old timey thing. I don't know if you've like uh, read any old time books. And the first letter of a, a word, rather than put attaching it to the word, they've put it like foot. They've like made it ten times bigger than the rest of the fonts and put it like further to one side. And because the first letter is an A, it just looks like. This is section A of the article. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so, and I'll, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of it. So, the, the, it looks like it starts off with Mong the Backer, but it's not, it's Among the Backer. Among the Backer forest people in Central Africa, water drumming and dancing is an important aspect of their society, reserved for the women hunters. The ritual is usually performed before they go hunting in the early hours of the day, usually at dawn to enchant the forest and in the process call out animals so that the hunters do not have to go deep into the forest. The drumming technique, which also comes with its own distinct dance, is, is peculiar to the forest pygmies who live near the Congo and Cameroon border and is known to them as Yelly. For obvious reasons... There are not many independent artists doing this. <laughs> so, no, surely not. <laughs> so what what we've got is Richie Richie Armour has put a piece together for you. Oh wow! Um, in in the bath. Uh, <laughs> I can just fucking find it. So oh, yeah, I bet uh, your wife loved you. <laughs> she, she was she was at work. Um, so yeah, Richie Armour. With some liquidy, uh, I'm just gonna. Have you got Have you got a name for it? We got you got a title for this? Yeah, it's called um, Bath Time Vibes by Richie Ooh. Armour.
I'm fucking soaked. Fuck me. <laughs> splashing, yeah. It's called splashing. Yeah. Pygmy oh, splashing. That's amazing. <coughs> um, that was... I wasn't expecting that. The effort you put into that is incredible. Well, I've got to say, I, I've watched some videos and they're not doing triplets like I was, so... <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I do for a living. So. <laughs> Change a career. So yeah, that was that was um, bath time vibes by Richie Armour. Um, some of my some of my best work, I think. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm genuinely. I, I, li- I literally have nothing else to say on the on the subject. It's literally just fucking splashing, <laughs> dancing about in the water. Well, I don't. I didn't dance about in the water. But if you join our Buy me a, if you if you join become a member at buymeacoffee.com forward slash yhhtmp. I'll put the video on, but um, it's just a bath of water and me slapping it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you spend over a hundred pounds, Richie will dance doing it. Yeah, sure. What are you saying, Kate? Sorry, I just said I, I'm gonna have to try that later when I get home tonight. Yeah, well, if somebody out there is a, an electronic, an EDM artist, and you listen to that thinking, I could put some banging vibes over the top of that, go for it. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if you can hear my child screaming and shouting next door. Always happens when I'm doing the podcast. Yeah, but it's uh, quite anything during the week, and then as soon as you do this. Yeah. Um, right, okay. So, yeah, that, that's it. That, that's, that's me done. Thank you, Richie. That was amazing. Um, so next up, it's history. Don't know much about history with Wayne. Oh, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, the Library Corner. And uh, this week, we're going to be doing Chapter 3. Uh, last week, we did... Uh, a song that was linked to Henry VIII and it had nothing to fucking do with him at all in the end we found out so this one uh, <laughs> this is at chapter 3 and this is called Henry VIII who knew and this time we're going to be talking and listening to Pastime with Good Company Pastime with Good Company I love and shall until I die Grunch who last but none I so God be pleased thus live will I for my pastimes and sing and dance my heart is set for goodly sport for my comfort who shall be let youth must have some dalliance of good or ill some pastimes company me things and best of thoughts and fancies to digest for idleness is chief mistress of vice is all then who can say but birth and play is best of all company with honesty his virtue vices to flee company is good or ill but every man hath his free will the best as you, the worst as you, my mind shall be. Virtue to use, vice to refuse, thus shall I use me. Fucking record. <laughs> uh, so, that was Pastime with Good Company. Um, and this, on the last episode, we discussed green sleeves. And 
the whole myth that King Henry VIII had written Green Sleeves. He didn't write that song. He did, however, write this song. This is one that he actually uh, is, is accredited to him and has got his name all over it. And Pastimes with Good Company is also known as The King's Ballad, and it was written by him shortly after his coronation. Uh, it, was reg- it is regarded as his most famous composition and said to be written uh, for the marriage of King Henry and Catherine of Aragon. Uh, the song was played at court and soon gained popularity because of its simplicity, its catchy nature, and became popular at fairs, taverns and events. And the song is mentioned throughout medieval uh, scripture, uh, with its first mention in the Henry VIII manuscript. And it's, uh, the, the King Henry VIII manuscript is preserved at the British Library. Uh, this manuscript includes 20 songs and 13 uh, instrumental pieces ascribed to... The King, the Kingy H, V I I J, which I thought was the most hip hop name I think I've ever fucking heard. We go where other songs uh, off this medieval banger include Oh My Heart, Lusty Youth Should You Ensure, Where Should I Express, which sounds like it's about women lactating, and Whoso That Will, (laughs) Who the Whoso That Will Grace Sue. Um, Like I say, this song and the manuscript. depicts the pastimes and hobbies that uh, King Henry VIII was uh, synonymous with at the time. Hunting, hawking, feasting, playing instruments, all that sort of stuff. And there's cover versions littered through history. Obviously, this song is 700 years old. And um, there's one by Jethro Tull from 1979 and the Stormwatch album. And there's a symphonic metal band called Serenity, and they did a version in 2013 called War of Ages. So I hope you've I've hope I've schooled you a little bit there, people. What do you think? Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? It's um I mean it hasn't aged well. I mean it could <laughs> do with a bit of a donk on it. <laughs> it's not bad for a song written in uh let's have a look. It's gotta be about fifteen like thirty-five or something like I haven't actually got a date down for it. That's terrible of me. Uh but yeah, around about fifteen forty, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Mike, did you like this? Uh, yeah, sorry, I just had yeah, a Yeah, you disappeared and nobody noticed, apart from me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, we had the, the power cut that I've been expecting for the last two hours. Uh, it's finally happened because uh, of the storm. Um, but I did hear the song. I didn't hear anything about it. I missed all of your bit, Wayne, because of that. But, yeah, I, I heard the song. I thought it was, um, it was pretty cool. It was kind of interesting. Um, to hear what something recorded then, or not recorded then, sorry, what something written then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really good home recording from Henry Dave. Uh, sorry, what yeah. something written then um, would sound like in, you know, today. Because um, you can sort of, you know, I, I don't really read music very well, but um, you can sort of see sheet music and stuff and old things and you can hear different interpretations, but that felt like that's maybe how that would have sounded played in the sort of king's court in 15 whatever uh, yeah. before he killed or divorced or did whatever he did to whichever wife it was it was about i um i was surprised he writ, writ, writ any i didn't realize he wrote music i thought i always thought he was like a king john um, um type thing where he t- oh yeah he's just like oh yeah 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 i wrote that i wrote this and i wrote i did all this and he did fuck all <laughs> but now apparently he, he did yeah, I think until like religion started to play a part and the war in houses and and playing favour, I figure he, I think his reign was quite, you know, steady 
and it was all about hunting and feasting and doing all that stuff and then the church gets involved and before you know it he's got to divorce his French wife and go and marry somebody else and you know and then all the you know we only ever remember Henry VIII as this big fat slob who had six wives and you know all that stuff obviously before that he was a completely he's obviously a completely different person he's cultured as he was Mm. (laughs) this is a lot like your music isn't it Cade (laughs) (laughs) no No, don't confuse the listeners right now they (laughs) they haven't heard my song yet (laughs) Um, no but uh, it's it's funny because uh, I'm actually re-watching Game of Thrones with my girlfriend right now because she's never seen it um, which I'm I'm hoping you guys have have seen it but um, I've never seen it oh my god oh no Oh no! It's so yeah, I'm trying to educate my my girlfriend. Like you should also be educated. So that's your homework. But, um, <laughs> but it's too long. Like no, 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 no excuses. You got to watch Game of Thrones up until the last season. You don't need to watch the last season. You can get away with not watching that. Well, I, f- I felt like if I'd come into it at season one, two, maybe even three, I would have had a chance to. To catch up and and you know, but it's just like it's not a race, Mike. It's a fucking marathon. I can't, I can't can't (laughs) do that. I can't dedicate my life to that. Well, I I binge watched it one spring break in in twelve days, the first seven seasons, because I was trying to catch up for the eighth season. Um, So if if I can do it, then you can do it. You just got to dedicate that time. I've got two young children. I don't have twelve days. Anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about my. (laughs) My uh, lack of Game of Thrones knowledge, are <laughs> so, Let's move on. So, what do you think of this song? There was there was that there was nothing like this in Game of Thrones. I don't think. No. The, yes, there was. That this it? is the kind of music that they were playing. Because yeah, because it's it's like based around that same time. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's based off of stories from that same time. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, sure, there are there aren't dragons in real life, but but yeah, it's based on stories that were happening around then. I think. Yeah, it is. Perhaps there were dragons. We don't well, know there about is it. dragons, and uh, there's one just next door. But um, oh, that's the... <laughs> less said about that, the better. So yeah, um, great, great to great, yeah, like that, Wayne. I enjoyed that a lot. Very good. Um, very good. Can you give us a hint of uh, what's happening next time? Oh, yeah. I will tell you the name of uh, of chapter four, uh, what I've called it. I've, I've called it The Devil Will Take Your Soul. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, looking looking forward to that. Cheers, Wayne. So, yeah, we're going to move on to the next section. <laughs> then now we're going to move on to oh, the... Oh, uh... oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. Before we do oh, anything we've got else. We've to choose a fucking genre, haven't we? Oh, yeah, it just occurred God to me because I've got the Bible in my hand. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, we've got to choose a genre for the next genre challenge, so uh, pick a letter from 1 to 10. 1 to 10? <laughs> pick, pick a letter from 1 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> am I picking a letter or am I picking a genre? Picking a letter. A uh, letter. If you have a, if you have an excuse, no, pick a, pick a letter, we'll do it from the Bible. Okay. Um, uh, let's do K. How many Ks have <clears> we got, Wayne? We have, ooh, 
Probably about 35. Okay, uh, Mike's gone. Choose a number from 1 to 35. How about 19? Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a good one. Go on. Oh, right, okay. So, on the next episode, Richie, you are going to be going and finding the music of, I think it's Kisak. K-E-C-A-K. C-A-K, yeah. Kisak, I think it is. Which is Balinese folk opera. Fucking hell. <laughs> that's a cracking one, that is gay. I can't even, can't even begin to imagine what that that's like. Okay. I'm looking forward to your video on that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> is that the new challenge? I have, to, I have to do a song myself in the genre. Oh, mate, that'd be amazing. <sighs> <sighs> okay, so Mike 5 isn't with us because he's in a storm. Um... Apparently he lives in a cardboard box, so <laughs> we're going to move on to uh, our final section, which is the um, the artist spotlight. <laughs> Woo! Cade Hoppy, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, what's n- what's new since the last time we had any c- communication with you? Well, um, I put out... So, I, l- last year, I put out my debut EP, Tell Me How It's Worth It, and that's when we were in communication, and, and uh, I said a few words about my single, Borrowed Time, and you played the video on the show. Um, and since then, I, I put out a deluxe version of that EP, and, and that had like a piano version of, of one of the songs, and it had um, another one of the songs featuring my girlfriend, Maddie Regent, who's also a pop artist in New York. Um, and then I also put out a Christmas song in December, so that was kind of the end of my 2021. And then a few weeks ago, I just put out my first single of the year, which is the first single of the new project, um, called Hertz. So, um, that was kind of the most recent thing that I did. See, I, I forget the difference in scale between US and the UK. Cause when you said, oh, she's a pop artist as well in New York. See, our little ass cities aren't that big. So I, I, I'm thinking, oh, he lives in New York. Does he know Emrose? Like, yeah, you know I mean, she, yeah, she just lives around the corner. Yeah, she just lives around the corner, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, you probably don't know him. <laughs> no, I, I I do not. <laughs> but um, don't, I'm I'm not supposed to be asking any questions. I'm not prepared for this. Uh, so how have you been coping with the lockdown and everything? You you just been doing loads of writing and shit. Yeah, I I mean, um, it, the city's opened up like a little bit more. Obviously, um, a, a lot more since March 2020. It's it's almost we're coming up on two years. Um, but yeah, just a lot of a lot of writing. Um, I have been in with with my producer harper james a lot um we've we've done a lot of sessions over the last year or so uh just working on as much music as possible um it's you know i I think that for for a lot of musicians and and artists like that's kind of all all you can do right is just work on creating more more music 
and your music's very polished. It's very um, studio clear. It, uh, do you gig at all? Do you do uh, like any shows? Yeah, I do. I, I've done, I don't know, probably like six or seven shows in the last eight months since we started having shows again. Uh, but all of my shows I do acoustically, just solo. So either on a guitar or, or a keyboard. keyboard. And uh, how's your, has, your, has your music been received well outside of the the, the US? I mean, obviously, you, you're on here, this is the UK, and we love your music on here. But have you had any response off anyone else in the like Europe or the UK? Yeah, I, I think that the UK... Um, Definitely, I've I've had some good responses there, especially from um, different outlets like like blogs and magazines over there. I'm like Canada. There's some some listeners there. I know I have some listeners out in Australia. Um, just still, you know, a spattering and not not like millions of people in in a million different places, but um, enough to notice for sure. And would you say influences your sound and your music? Um, influences are most like Taylor Swift, Coldplay, The Killers, um, uh, Bleachers, The National, Bon Iver, Phoebe Bridgers. Those are all uh, the main influences for sure. And okay, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a question each. Me and Wayne are going to ask you a question. Um, silly question, put you on the spot a bit. My question <laughs> okay. is. Two parts. The first part is you, you're going on holiday uh, for a week. COVID isn't an issue. Money isn't an issue. You can go anywhere you want. Where are you going? Where would you like to go on holiday for a week? <sighs> hmm, probably maybe Italy. Okay. Italy or, or France. Probably somewhere on the coast. Just kind of chill and hang out and, and maybe let some some inspiration come to me. I'd like to do that right about now. Okay, so you're going to one of those places and you're taking with you an MP3 player. Uh, very old school. You only have WAV files on your computer, unfortunately, so you can only fit two songs on this MP3 player. And of the only songs you're going to get to listen to on the flight. So what two songs do you take? Two, two songs, probably Chinese Satellite by Phoebe Bridgers and uh, Right Where You Left Me by Taylor Swift those those two songs have been on, on repeat for the last couple months okay Wayne do you want to ask your question uh, yeah so my question to you Cade is uh, if you could replace one musician from any song and play his part and you would get the credit for it which musician would you replace and what song would it be? Oh, th that's a great question. Um, and that is putting me on the spot. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe like the, the song, uh, by Yaz, only you, um, that, that synth part. That's one of my favorite synth parts. Um, I don't know. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. yeah that song. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, probably that. You know it, Rich. You know it, Rich. You, you trust me, you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that, like something like that, um, or like the synth on on um, just like heaven by the Cure. Uh, the, those are two parts that that I think um, have really influenced a lot of 
uh, some of that 80s synth pop that's come back in today's mainstream. You see, um, Yazzie's uh, Alison Moye and oh, I can't remember the chaps. Nobody left Depeche Mode, didn't they? To Depeche Mode? No, I, I want to say that only, or that Yaz is the same guys as uh, Eurasia, maybe? Uh, is that some right? Connect- yeah, there's some strange connection, yeah. Um, so, Cade, uh, good answers. What have you got planned for the rest of the year? A lot planned for the rest of the year. Uh, I have a song coming out on March 18th called Morphine that I just announced. And that's that song is my favorite song I've ever written. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to, to finally have that out because um, it's been... Uh, I've been working on it and the various levels of, of the process um, for a while, and then just more, more songs. Like I, I think the plan for this year is, is to put out a lot of stuff um, and just keep trying to build on momentum. So, and it's probably going to take form in, in a couple, um, a couple projects. So, um, you, you know, wh- whatever that ends up meaning, but. Morphine, Michael Jackson did a song called Morphine. Not that you care, I'll just sort of put that Yeah, it's going to be different. (laughs) 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 It's not going to be, it's not going to be a Michael Jackson song. No, it's going to be a Cade Hoppy song. It is, it's true. Right, so if our followers and our listeners want to find you, they want to stalk you, hunt you down and do what they did to John Lennon, where can they do that? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I guess my house, right? <laughs> um, just just so we're all clear, people, everybody here at YHHTNPC does not endorse any sort of violence towards anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, if they want to find you and uh, show you some love and uh, listen to your music and all that good stuff, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, so Spotify for sure. Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere, anywhere you get your music, I'm there. My website, cadehoppy.com, c a d e h o p p e dot com. Um, that's a good spot too. And then, obviously, socials like Instagram at cade.hoppy and TikTok at cadehoppymusic. If you want to see stuff that's kind of in in the works, I, I put a lot of sneak peeks on. TikTok. Yeah, well, um, I think that's it, isn't it, Wayne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike's gone. Storm Eunice has claimed him as one of her own. We, we call them Hurricane. It's not a hurricane, uh, hurricane over here. It's just a, it's just a, a bit of a wind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kate, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we're going to play it with your song now. What's this song about? Yeah, so uh, this song, it's called Hurts. I put it out a few weeks ago, like I said. it's It's about that feeling when you... When you're the one to leave in a breakup, like you're you're the one that initiates it because you don't you don't feel like that is what's right for you anymore for whatever reason, and you leave and and then y- you wonder like why it's so painful still because you're the one that left and um, it's like grappling with that feeling of losing someone that was your own doing Um, because even if that's the best thing for you losing somebody always hurts and um, I think that everyone has to learn that lesson somehow in their life and this was about the time when I learned that for myself 
Very, sounds awesome and uplifting, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Kay, thank you so much for joining us and uh, we look forward to hearing some of your future works. Yeah. Absolutely, um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, it's our pleasure. So, uh, yeah, Kay, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Mike, who isn't here. Um... I'm done. So until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. And I've been Kate Hoppy. Thanks for listening, everybody. If indeed you still are. I never really liked the smell of your perfume Until I left you and oh, suddenly I do I can smell your scent around my room With me, that's where you put your head When it wasn't on my chest I would do anything to have you here To see if I wanna kiss you I would do anything to have you here To see if I still love you
that didn't sound cheap to put together. Some some uh, producing gone into that. Do you do you have someone produce your music for you? Uh yeah, yeah. Harper James um, oh, is my producer, yeah. and so. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've been coming in here and and you know we just we mess around on on a bunch of stuff and and then you know get it sounding something like that. So yeah, that's um, yeah, it's really processed, isn't it? That, that you're not going to get that that sound on stage with a guitar. No, no, no. It'll, yeah, it's um, it's really good though. It's very, it's got very nineties vibes to it. I I feel. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. It reminded me. I don't know. Are you familiar with Owl City at all, Cade? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am familiar with yeah. with Owl City. It, it sort of it sort of reminded me of of, uh, of well that guy isn't it? it's that one guy, but it's just it was I love how it drove. You know, you just it's sort of like you just hit third gear and just kept going. I loved it. You know, there was yeah. there was no no let up. It was you know I found myself just bopping along in my chair. Lovely. Yeah. So you loved it. It's easy to fall in, into the trap oh, of uh, a song like that being samey from beginning to end. It's just, and uh, it's like when you, I, said, I said this about M Roses on the on the last episode that a lot of music of this style. Once you've listened to the first thirty seconds, you've pretty much listened to the whole song. But this changed up throughout the song, which was really nice and really good. I liked I've it got a lot. The guitar you used that was fantastic. Yeah, not adding some nice organic sounds in there because it not not keeping it overly um, electric. Mm. Yeah, it, we actually that that initial um, plucking of a guitar was just an electric guitar um, with a with a mic sitting in front of it, so it was an electric electric guitar not plugged in, um, wow. and then we plucked yeah and so it gave it kind of a cool sound that you don't usually hear um and then we were plucking at um acoustic guitars um and i i think we we sampled an acoustic pluck and and ran it through a a mellotron um and and we're just like you know playing around and um gave it a very it's like we wanted we wanted the song to start out like with kind of plucky synth pop um, stuff, and and then as it went on more into a rock beat, um, that's more like the Killers or or uh, Coldplay. Like the Wayne's song, this was actually a painkiller. It was uh, soothing me again. I was sat back, my. He just clearly just took a dump and needs his bum wiping and he's shouting <laughs> his head off. So can you just give me two seconds? Do you reckon that'll make the edit? <laughs> I wouldn't mind his son's 23. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it's always something that comes along to bring me back. My child in this case, shouting his mother, who's clearly ignoring him. <laughs> Um, right, and dancing is an important aspect of the social so, 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 right, I'm glad I'm editing this. So, among the back, so among the back, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mong the back, eh? I'm pretty sure that was somebody I used to get to school with. Um, I wish this was anyway. live. Right, okay.
the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>